Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, July 15, 2023, opening weekend at Saratoga. This Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the written version, the Key Races and Bets blog, is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has some great betting tools and perks and is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many of the rest of the world. Check it out, Amwager.com. If you want to get the Key Races and Bets blog, the written version of this, you can also get it free at Amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet in Elvis Stars blog. But if you're not a member, check it out. You'll be happy you did. We're going to start with the July 15th Key Races and Bets with the Prince George's County Stakes Race 8 at Laurel, post time 331. Royal Patronage is a contender, but not the horse to bet. And he may not be the horse to beat. He opens at 5-2 to two on the drop from the grade through Arlington Stakes last month when 5th with no excuse at 2-1. to one. He won an allowance race prior to that. On the other hand, he's won for 5 since supporting to the U.S. And although a repeat of his April 20th allowance win would give him a shot here, he's no standout. Similarly, Pau Alto is winless in 5 races since supporting to the U.S. last September. Really hasn't threatened to win except in his U.S. debut in the Baltimore-Washington Turf Cup, a grade 3 race, on September 10th, 2022, when he rallied from 4th to lead in the stretch before settling for 2nd. The key to profit here, therefore, is Camp Hope, opening at 6-1, to one, as he too drops out of graded stakes after a 5th place finish in the grade 2 wise dance stakes on July 1st. That's a higher level race than the grade 3 stakes both Royal Patronage and Palo Alto drop out of. Camp Hope won before that on June 1st, rallying from 7th of 10 to win a classified allowance at the stakes level of Churchill Downs with a 116 Echo Base speed figure, a way to normalize time. And that's everybody as good as the 115 figure Royal Patronage earned winning on April 20th and the 112 career best figure Pau Alto earned in his debut in the U.S. last summer. In the Prince George's County Stakes, race hit at Laurel Post, 331 Eastern, Saturday, July 15th. Camp Hope is a good win bet at 3-1 to one or more. I don't play exact the boxes of Camp Hope and Royal Patronage and Camp Hope and Pau Alto. Moving on to the second race on this week's Key Races and Bets podcast and blog. This is the Blue Sparkler Stakes. Race 9 at Mammoth with a post of 436 Eastern. This is a fairly deep and well-matched field with 3-year-old fillies and no likely heavy favorite. Beauty of the Sea opens at 5-1 and is the one to beat, in my opinion, as she goes for her third straight win in a row with a win on turf one before last and a very sharp win on all the way to the last time out versus older fillies and mares. Beauty of the Sea continues to improve and has a big kick, evidenced by her last race when moving from 4th to 1st within a 16th of a mile before drawing off with a 90 echo base figure, which is the second best in the field behind Love Appeals, which is a 95, and Love Appeals earned hers Love Appeals is possibly disadvantaged by the rail and also might run in other races. She's also entered a run at Saratoga. My Sweet Affair ships in from Saratoga for George Weaver while she trained spectacularly well on July 7th on the grass. A half-mile drill there, the best of 71 on the day, and that's got to include some older horses as well. My Sweet Affair finished second in the similar stormy blue stakes on 6-18 when last seen, and when Basarati left from start to finish, that's an unlikely scenario today because talk to the judge, Lady Irvine and Caroline Christina all have the same neat lead style as Basarati. With only slight improvement needed off her last race 84 figure, My Sweet Affair must be respected as a contender. 
Plentitude is trained by Christophe Clement, the same as Love Appeals, gets a much better cozy outside draw to avoid trouble. She won her debut in April on dirt when battling head and head for the entire race before drawing off, then showed a lot of maturity in relaxing and forth for the first half mile in her grass debut at Belmont before making a quick four-wide move to lead and hang on. Plantitude is making her third start as a parent for more improvements so rounds out the main contenders. In the Blue Sparkler Stakes, Race 9, Monmouth, post 4.36 Eastern, Saturday, July 15th. Beauty of the Sea is a win bet at 2-1 to one or more. My sweeter friend, Plantitude, have fair odds of 3-1 to one or more, and I might consider them if their odds are right, in addition to Beauty of the Sea. And, as we may be considering win bets on more than one horse, and with the possibility of an odds disparity between the horses that we might consider to win, this is a great race to take advantage of what's called a dutching tool, which prorates your wagers based on the odds to give you a mathematical edge. And there's a free one at Amwager.com. That allows you to set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win and helps you achieve the best edge. And that's one of many good tools and perks for the racing fan at Amwager.com. For the exact, I want to play Beauty of the Sea over Love Appeals, my Sweet Affair and Plenitude, and then I want to also play Exacta Boxes of Beauty and the Sea and Love Appeals, Box Beauty and the Sea and My Sweet Affair, and Box Beauty and the Sea and Plentitude. Moving to Saratoga for one of the better races on the card on opening weekend on Saturday. This is race 10 on July 15th, and this is the Sanford Stakes with a post of 619 Eastern. Now, Gold Sweep opens as the prohibitive favorite at 3-5 to five and may not be the stone-cold lock the odds make him appear to be. Having a period of favorite like this means other horses, which might normally be lower odds, let's say 4-1 to one or so, will offer value as win bets. <clears throat> and that's what we should be considering concentrating on here. Although Gold Sweep has a stakes win under his belt, I am going to start and stay with Triple Trey as a top contender. A Kentucky-bred son of Bolt Oro, he won his only start on all-weather at Woodbine, and I think he has what it takes to run good enough to win this conventional dirt race. His damage produced conventional dirt winners, and that win on June 4th was impressive on two counts. First, Triple Trey ran in that debut as if he had run before, showing a lot of ability relaxing and responding by sitting in 6th of 8 early then rolling by the field late after going 5 wide. That effort earned a pretty decent 80 figure, equibase figure, which can be improved upon with experience. The second reason that June 4 race was a key race, very productive. The runner-up and the fifth place finishers have both come back to win, and the third finisher finished second in his next start. Getting Luis Saez today with the number of horses in the race likely to want the lead from the start, Triple Trade can pass the tiring pace centers and post the upset. Gold Sweep must be considered particularly for exotics and multiple race bets like doubles and pick threes. He lost in his May debut by a neck and showed enough ability that Asmussen ended him in the Tremont Stakes for his second start. He didn't disappoint. He rallied three wide on the turn, drew off by nine. His sire, Spitestown, has produced a lot of 6 winners, such as the third-place finisher in the 2022 Sanford, Andamio Aferens, who also won the Funny Side Stakes later last year at Saratoga. Demonstrating how two-year-olds can improve a lot from one start to another, Gold Sweep went from an 88 figure in his debut to a 94 figure in the Tremont, and even better could be forthcoming. Ramming speed may come in under the radar for some betters because he's been running at Prescott Downs in all weather, but based on his most recent races 12 days ago, I think he's got a shot to post a mild upset, and at least outrun his odds may be getting in to the exacta. In his debut on June 14th, Ramming Speed rallied four paths wide for second. Then just 19 days later, he improved markedly to win by four lengths. 
In that race, ramming speed showed good maturity because after breaking sharply, jockey Martinez allowed him to drop back to third and relax before going around horses on the far turn to win off, to win impressively. Furthermore, that turnaround was just 12 days and his most recent race seems not to be a problem as his win on July 3rd just came 19 days after his debut. In the Sanford Stakes race at Saratoga post 619 Eastern, I'm looking at win bets on Triple Tray at 3-1 and running speed at 6-1, and we may get those odds or better on both. So a great this is also a great race in which a dutching tool like the one in Amwager, which is free and easy to use, will come in handy and prove to be an advantage. One last race here, a race we usually don't talk about, but very interesting, a race track we usually don't talk about, is the Century Mile Handicap at Century Mile in Alberta, Canada. And this is at 8.15 Eastern. It's the mountain time, but it's 8.15 Eastern. Race 6 at Century Mile on Saturday the 15th. And Glava is impossible to ignore here, opening at 12 to 1. 5 for 15 over the track, stretching out to off a 7 furlong sprint in which he battled head and head for the first 6 furlong before tiring. Today, on the stretch out, where he's probably going to run slower, there is no horse inside of him in the gate in the last three or four stalls inside, so Jockey Nelson can easily get to the front, or Glava can sit off the pace as he's not a need-to-lead type, having earned his last two-turn win from third in the early stages. The last time Glava stretched out from sprint to a route, he won last July at Century Mile, and he's making only his fourth start after being off for seven months. Trainer Gonzalo is a high percentage trainer, and better of all, Jockey Nelson is the top jockey on the circuit. He's won 23 of 66 routes in the last year. That's 33%, and yet Glava opens at 12 to 1. At attention, has won six of his last eight and was second in the other two, so his starting odds of 6 to 1 are impossible to ignore. If not first, he should be second, as he's been first or second in 15 of 27 dirt races in his career. And he just won in Hastings last month, following eight months off. So he's got room to improve. Not to mention, at attention, won this race last year, the 2022 Century Mile Handicap under Reyes, who rides again. Most of the others have some chance, but with these two, Glava and attention opening at decent odds, I'm just going to look for win bets. And I'm going to bet Glava and at attention, either or both, at three to one or more in the Century Mile Handicap race six at Century Mile post of 8.15 Eastern Time. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. Don't forget, you can get the Key Races and Bets blog, which is the same thing in writing, totally free, at amwager.com. Click on How to Bet and All Stars blog. But if you're not a member, please look around. You'll be really happy you did. Amwager is one of the best ADWs, advanced deposit wagering places in North America. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week.